Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. I'm your host, DJ. How are you doing this fine day? I'm doing pretty good, pretty okay, pretty all right, pretty good. I'm, like, trying this new thing. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I had my setup a little different. I'm normally sitting, and I've got a mic stand in front of me, and the mic's in front of my face, and I'm sitting there, and it's just, I don't know, sometimes I can't get the juices a-flowing. And last week I tried, because I have this, like, boom mic deal, or, sorry, boom stand thing. So I tried standing up last week, and that was pretty nice. And I realized that I move around a lot when I'm standing. So this week, we're going full mic out of the stand, holding it in my hand, just walking around as far as my headphones will let me. Because, well, I guess maybe I could do this without headphones, but we'll see how good I really do at holding the mic to me face. Because I got... I've got a sneaking suspicion that this is going to be a ongoing thing. But I think doing this just slightly differently than I normally would do a show, it may help me. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. So, a uh, special shout-out to Richie. Thank you for uh, sending in a suggestion for this week's episode. Uh Right. I put the call out on Twitter, so if you're out there on Twitter and you're not interacting, well, you're probably just like me then. Because I run too much Twitter stuff that happens. Too much Twitter stuff that happens. That's not a that's not a thing. But I do run at least two Twitter accounts, sometimes three, and it's too much. I hate it. Uh but I don't think this is about me complaining. No, this is about the service industry. And what happened in the service industry with me, you ask? Well, I was fortunate enough. Like, people have horror stories. They have stories of getting great tips. They have stories of having to chase people out of the restaurant. Uh, I know service goes further than just uh, being a waiter or waitress or being on the cook staff, however you would say that, but I feel like even though I'm still technically in the service industry now, uh, my, I think, I don't know, has everyone already heard me bitch about stupid customers? Like, they just, <clears throat> my quick or maybe not so quick explanation of that is when you are, like right now, the work that I do, I go into people's backyards once a week, and here's the thing about going in people's backyards is they forget that for the time that you're in their backyard because they invited you uh their yard that section of the yard that you're working in turns from their yard into my office and for some reason these people think that they can just walk into my office and just say things to me like i had a customer that just went on vacation and he came back and he was like, he comes out and he was like, oh man, vacation was great. And I was like, oh yeah? He's like, oh man. And he just starts telling me about his vacation. And ah, it's not a great way to like go through life, I don't think. But 
my reaction to that used to be to engage deeply. Uh, I wanted the people to feel heard. I wanted them to feel seen. I wanted them to feel like that this interaction was important. And I realized at some point that I was lying to myself. And this interaction is absolutely not important. It's not important to me. And if they dig down deep inside, it's not important to them. They just want to go out and just speak. <clears throat> for some reason, even though people, uh, well, this is what I've noticed, even though people pay for a service, they have this thing where they want you to feel like, or at least this is my interpretation, they want you to feel like they get you. They want you to feel like you're. they don't have dominion over you. And my thought to that is like, you do have some dominion over me. Like, you're part of the reason why I get paid at the end of the week. And that's okay. But even though there's not a written contract, there's just like a social contract, I feel like at least there should be, of like, hey, I'm here doing my job. Like, if I... This is why it's good that I work for a company and not for myself. Because if I work for myself, I might go out of business within the first six months. Because when someone came out and did what that old man was doing to me today... And telling me about his vacation, which I could not possibly care less about at all. Uh, what I sh what I wanted to say, and what I always want to say in those situations is, hey, let me ask you a question. What is your job? And then they'll say whatever it is they do. And then my reaction will be this. So how would you react to a customer coming up and talking to you either A, about nothing... Or B, about how you should be doing your job. Oh, I'm sorry, you worked at a place where there was a door and you could close it? Oh, well, I don't have that luxury. So why don't you act like that sliding glass door on the back of your house is my office door. So you knock on that door, and if I don't answer it, don't come in my office. I either don't want to be disturbed or I'm not there. And that's it. But instead, I work for somebody, so I say, nothing. That's right. I acknowledge their existence. Hey, DJ, yabba-da-da-doo. And I go, hey. I don't say, how's it going? I'm very deliberate. I do not say, how's it going? Because that would, that, they might interpret that as me wanting to know how it's going. And... As stated before, I absolutely do not want to know how it's going. I cannot stress enough how much I don't care. Now, this episode I want to kind of double as like you can put it on a USB and uh, the next time someone tries to talk to you and you're doing your service job, you can just hand them this. Hand them that USB with this episode on it and just be like, hey, listen to this and get back to me. But don't. And then look at them uh, over the top of your sunglasses. But don't. Mm. Uh, and they'll go, huh? And you'll be like, listen, and you'll understand. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Like, these people think they're buying friends. And here's the craziest part. Here's the craziest part of it all. I had a lady who thought that I wasn't doing my job correctly. Okay? Not once, not twice, 
for a month and a half. She thought I wasn't doing my job correctly until finally she had to call the office. And when I and I don't think this guy is doing his job correctly. And I every time that he every time he leaves the pool is dirty. I don't understand. Well, as it turns out, the way that her pool is, her filter was broken. So everything that I was vacuuming up was just getting stirred into the water, and then hours after I left would settle back onto the floor. And when I was like, "Hey," I was like, "Why didn't you mention this before? Call the office," because I asked her. She's like, this, this has been going on for a month, almost more. I was like, well, why didn't you say something to me or call the office? She's like, well, I just didn't want to get you in trouble. <sighs> Lady, you pay over $100 a month for this service. If I paid over $100 for anything, I don't even care what it is, and it didn't seem like it was going exactly as I thought it was supposed to be going, I would immediately complain. Immediately complain. I just didn't want to get you in trouble. For what? We're not friends. I don't know you. You don't know my last name. I don't know your last name. I don't care. And neither should you. You should look outside and be like, whoa. There's an alive lawnmower out there cleaning my pool. That's crazy. That's crazy that an inanimate object came and started cleaning my pool. That's what I should be like. You bought a lawnmower. I don't know why I said lawnmower, but I'm sticking with it. You bought a lawnmower that cleans your pool and shows up once a week. And you know what you would say to a lawnmower? Nothing. Because it doesn't speak your language. It doesn't speak at all. Treat me as though I have no mouth. I'm Deadpool in X-Men, Wolverine Origins, whatever that movie was. I was the bad Deadpool. That's what you should look at. And some of you might say, or th probably think, you probably wouldn't say it. If you just said it out loud, you're crazy. Uh, but you might be thinking right now, DJ... You're too extreme. This is not a good way to go through life. It's not a good way to interact with people. And to you, I would say, you are probably the problem. I can see it in your eyes right now. That's right. Look in your rearview mirror. I'm in your backseat. I know for a fact that you either... Because there's only two... Like, I tell this to people in person, and they always have the same reaction in person. They're like, oh, well, I mean, you know, the, they're just probably trying to, but then by the end of my spiel and ramblings, they're like, yeah, people are douchebags. Like, of course they're douchebags and they're idiots. Again, I'll never stop saying this. The worst part of any job is the customer. The customer is the one hindrance to everything, everything getting done. It's the person who's paying you to do it. They are always the problem. They never can just let a thing be done. People in the service industry, if you're listening to this and you're in the service industry, know that you're one of God's people. There's a special place for you in heaven, and it's above everyone else. They say there's no levels in heaven. Wrong. People in the service industry, you go on top. And when the other lesser angels, I guess they wouldn't be angels, the other lesser souls come to mow your lawn or whatever... You can look at them smugly out of your window. Be like, I'm not going to come out and bother you. I'm not going to come out and talk to you. You know why? You know why. You're mowing my lawn. And we're in heaven. That's right. My heaven is you working for me and me being smug.
And you're probably out there wondering why I'm not talking to you. It's because, again, I don't talk to lawnmowers. Because we don't speak the same language. Richie, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not think that this is how this episode was going to go. I thought I was going to tell a whole other story. In fact, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down just a little bit. Uh, and I will tell you that the good the good side of the service industry is, you know, well, I would say the interesting side of service industry is that there's a lot of, uh, it's like, you know, how do I explain this? There's a lot of, uh, I think I would call it speed dating, at least when it comes to like, you know, uh, working in a kitchen or working in a restaurant or whatever. And, uh, you know, when I worked at a, I worked at a seafood restaurant when I was like 19, 20 years old and I only dated one person that I worked with there and I was lucky enough to marry that person. And we have been lucky enough to be married uh, for good God. Like, we've been married for 10 years, but I met my wife, Beth, when I was 20, and I'm 36 now. So, it worked. There have been good times, there have been bad times, but it worked. And I got to tell you, we met in not a great way. Because one thing I did not know about people with curly hair is when you straighten your hair and you don't straighten your hair chemically, you do it with a flat iron. And hey, do you know the easiest way to get your hair back from straight to curly when you've done it with a flat iron? Well, I'll tell you, it's get that hair wet in any way. Look at it and think about Adventure Island. It's a water park and you will see their hair slowly start to curl. And I was washing our first interaction me and Beth ever had. Because I had seen her and I was like, ooh, she is very pretty. I would like to sit back and imagine what it would be like to talk to her because I'm a big sissy, so I'll never talk to her. And fate had other plans because I was forced to talk to her when I was washing a bowl at the, uh, our dishwasher had gone for the day. So as the new guy, I got to move from the line to the dishwashing station or whatever we called it at the time. And so I was rinsing out a bowl, uh, to put in the little dishwasher thing. And, uh, the way that I sprayed it into the bowl, the water shot in and then shot right back out, like off to the side of me. And I guess got close to or in Beth's hair. And you know how she felt about that. Pretty good. She was like, oh, that was an accident. Ah, oh, there's no way you could have known I was right behind you because you were looking the other way. No, absolutely not. I got yelled at by a girl that I thought was very cute. And I was like, okay, well, any chance I had is gone now. And uh, it was gone. To be uh, quite honest, I'm pretty sure it was gone completely until she came into the kitchen one day and she asked aloud, hey, did any of you drive that Honda CRX? And I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening. And like a moron, I couldn't just say, I do. I raised my hand. And I was like, I do. 
as if to say, you don't know how to look at someone who says something, so I'm going to put my hand in the air just in case you were confused. And she looked at me and was like, okay, was hoping it wouldn't be you, but it was. And then she said, can I drive it? And I was like, yeah, you can definitely drive it. Uh, I will quit my job right now and I will drive. You can drive it and me away. In fact, you know what? Do you just want it? You can have it. You can drive it. Uh, and so I'd only had this car. So cut to we're done with work. I'd only had this car for like a month or so. And I did not know how to drive stick before I got it. And I guess, you know, as a 20 year old, I may have been slightly sexist. Uh, so when Beth got in the car and immediately knew how to drive stick and was like skirting out and like just going, just going in that thing. And I was like stalling out in first, second and third. Uh, I, the first thing that I said to her as we got in that car was how does everyone know how to drive stick shift, but me. And she looked at me and laughed like, and not the laugh, like, Oh, he is so cute. Just the laugh of like, oh, he is so pathetic. And she was right. I was pathetic. I could not drive stick at the time. Now I'm a master. Now I am such a master at driving stick, I don't even have to use the clutch. That's right. You might think I'm doing it wrong, and maybe I am, but I don't even have to use the clutch. Well, not a, not out of first gear. You know why? Because I'm pretty cool. At least that's what I tell myself. Pretty dang cool. So was that a good story? I don't know, but it was good for me because I ended up marrying that girl. Uh, she liked me a lot, so I can say that the service industry did, it performed the only service that I cared for it to perform, and that is uh, helping me find the woman of my dreams. Hey, Beth, how's it going? So that's it. I think that's it for this episode. This was a very long one. I'm glad we ended on a happy note. Um, let's see here. If you would like to hear me talk to Beth, well, guess what? We record some of our conversations and we put them out just for you. And we do that on a podcast called The Untrained Eye. I will put a link to that in the description. Uh, if you want to send in your own topic that you would like me to talk about, uh, you can do that at draggingthetablepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, DMs are open, or you can just shoot me a message on the whatever, uh, at Table Dragger, uh, T-A-B-L-E-D-R-A-G-G-E-R. I don't know why people spell it. No one's pausing it to write it down. But if you did, hey, you know what? You're one of the good ones. Again, I think that might be racist, but it's not when I say it because I mean it like, you know, not racist. Anyway, uh... What else is there? Oh, yeah. If you enjoyed the music that you heard at the beginning and now coming into the end of this show, and I know you did because you're good looking. Look in the mirror. That's right. You deserve to go to Cullah.com. C-U-L-L-A-H.com. And you can download every song that he's ever created himself for free. What kind of better deal could you ask for? So... That's it. Thank you all for listening, and don't forget to keep dragging.